Fluctuates, it's hot, it's cold. Then it's, it just snowed like yeah. twice. Yeah, it snowed. In a week. Yeah, we're, we're not ready for that. Not at all. Not at all. So, in any case, I uh, wanted to just go ahead and give you guys a nice warm welcome. Now that we're actually feeling a little bit better, we'll go ahead and, and conduct our podcast as we normally would. Uh, let's see, as far as things going on in the course of the last couple of weeks, there's been a few things actually going on. Uh, but first things first, Eric, how are you doing? Uh, well, after feeling like death warmed over <laughs> in the last two days, um, you know, I, I, I'm good. Um, hopefully today, later today, I can get some gaming in, um, watch some stuff. Now, uh, since the last time we were together, we, uh, talked about, uh, Watchmen. Fuck. Yeah. We gotta talk about that one. Um, but... Mostly, I have been playing Luigi's Mansion. Oh, and uh, sorry, Luigi's Mansion Three for yeah. Switch, which yeah. is awesome. I think I saw it, gameplay on because you were playing. Yes, on, on our YouTube channel. Yeah, okay. and so I have to honestly say that is probably one of the best looking Switch games out there. Word. And um, just the the animations and how they do things, and it, it is it's so well written. The puzzles are great. Uh, it's a great game. Awesome, awesome. Yeah, so I'm, I'm loving it. Cool. Um, with me, of course, I'm still grinding through my Assassin's Creed, of course, outside of the changes at work and, of course, family situations and me being sick. Uh, yeah, uh, me hacking and coughing and uh, <laughs> inducing things that are not of human consumption or human anything. It's just gross. Yeah. So. But I feel better. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, so outside of that. Uh, mostly been looking through a few other things too. Uh, we'll actually get into Watchmen here in a little bit. Uh, but before we actually get into that, I did want to let everybody know, and I'll actually send a separate video off to our Facebook page. We did actually find a winner for our uh, Spider-Man give Spider-Man Far From Home mm -hmm. giveaway. Uh, we will we'll go ahead and send a Facebook message off to that. So whoever is the winner, you want to keep an eye out for Facebook and for a direct direct message through Facebook. So that way we'll go ahead and reach out to you. And we'll get to you guys in another video that actually, I think you, in that same video, or may kick off a different video that lets us know the next giveaway that we're actually going to be doing. So we're roughly going to be trying doing the giveaways about once a month, roughly. So keep an eye out for that because we want to reward you guys for actually rocking with us because we rocking with Circle Brothers, you're rocking, rocking with, with the best. best. You know the song. So anyway, uh, 
first thing that I want to speak on, which is rather interesting. Remember back in uh, Avengers Endgame, when Loki stole the Tesseract and actually just vanished, and everybody was wondering where he was, and we come to find out he's actually having his own show on mm-hmm. Disney+. Plus. Mm-hmm. Uh, now there's actually a connection with Loki, because now they're saying that Loki is actually going to have a connection between uh, Doctor Strange. And in also the, the multiverse of madness, multiverse of multiverse multiverse of madness. If mm. I can talk, jeez. So multiverse of madness, and also multiverse of madness is going to have connection with Scarlet Witch, right, right, in right. her TV show. So li- literally, those shows are going to literally be bridging with the movie and with Ant Man. Ah, didn't know about the Ant Man piece, but but it's a, it's a good bridge with the Ant Man because of the the microverse and all the other universes that are connected through the microverse. Yes. Yep. So that's actually a pretty good discussion on that one. So I wanted to actually just let the people know about that, that there is actually a deeper connection with the Loki show as it actually comes out. How it'll connect, we don't actually know. Uh, but somehow, some way, Doctor Strange, I don't know if it's going to be really a cameo or if it's actually from Loki or if it's actually going to be a, a much pivotal role in it. Uh, that one I actually don't actually know. But I do know that it's actually going to be interesting. So I just wanted to make sure I actually put that out in the podcast for people to actually be aware of. So that way, when they do see the Microverse of Madness, uh, they can keep a lookout for those particular Easter eggs coming from Loki and from Scarlet Witch. Which, if you're looking for Scarlet Witch, you're probably going to be looking for some... X-Men stuff. For some X-Men stuff, or some... They may actually tie into some loose ends from uh, Vision. Maybe. So, because Vision and uh, uh, Wanda were a thing at the moment. So, oh, they also brought up too for the uh, Wanda Vision that they may actually tie into her uh, with her kids, like the, having the imaginary kid. Which spoiler, but she had well one of the stories from comics is that she actually had imaginary kids and she had two of them, which actually wasn't imaginary. She actually did have two kids. They, they were uh, they, a boy and a girl. No, two boys. boys. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. That's yeah, right. It's, uh, the boy and girl were in the uh, Vision, uh, the one one-shot series mm-hmm. where Vision had an android wife, right. and they had a boy and girl. That's right. what that was. That's like. what you want. That was actually a different story. So, But they may actually try to take some of those elements and try to put them together to create their own story. That makes sense. Right. So if you actually are interested... <laughs> Androids could have kids. Right. <laughs> Introducing multiverse of madness because I mean you can't get an omelet without breaking a few eggs. So <laughs> I would not want to be in a room. Mm. <laughs> That's going to be a very long and awkward night. So <laughs> so that that actually is coming through uh, that link for the Loki piece act, uh, interacting with uh, multiverse of madness. It's actually coming from Newsarama. I'll actually include a link in the description for that if you want to take a closer look into that. Um, the other thing I actually found was interesting is uh, the new Batman was Sparkle Mask. Uh, let's see. They actually found someone to play the new Penguin. Hence, Colin Farrell. Colin Farrell's playing Penguin? Colin Farrell is playing the Penguin for the new Batman that's coming out. Okay. So with that one, I'm like... It was supposed to be Jonah Hill. They were talking about it, but Joni Hill wanted too much money. Yep, as Joni Hill does. <laughs> so, well, so, maybe you didn't want to be typecasted as a fat guy, I guess. Yeah, well. I well, mean, you're fat. You can play Penguin. I mean, well, he did lose a lot of weight. I'll give him that. So, and I understand if I understand the piece that he wanted more money. But here's the thing: Oswald Cobblepot is a very short and stout. 
No, 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 no. I mean, like, his character, like, like who he is mm-hmm. as a villain and why he's a villain and everything is, he's interesting. He's a very interesting character. Absolutely. And so Jonah Hill, I thought, would bring something good to it, but not that Colin Farrell can't. Um, I'm interested to see, because, I mean, I thought uh, them casting um, Zoe um, Kravitz as Catwoman uh, Selena yeah. Kyle yeah. was, was yeah. a good uh, and all of their choices right. um, for Catwoman like it was it was hers Zazie Beats I think was one yeah, the, in the running for it yeah, yeah. like um, uh, not Selena Gomez it was another girl who uh, some Hispanic woman yeah and then like one white chick and like <laughs> so it's like you could see where they were going with this right, and right. It, which is fine I I know I don't mind it because right which actually brings me to something else too while we're actually talking about that. Someone else has been cast as Harvey Dent. And that's going to be, all right, all right, all right. Matthew McConaughey has been cast as Harvey Dent. Harvey Dent. Okay. Yeah, no, <laughs> I know. But it, the, now here's the thing that kind of is like, I'm interested in it, but here's the thing that kind of sold me on it. There was, <laughs> there was, two, there was two separate events that actually uh, made me think about it. The first, well, before that, I'm starting to think of like, okay, who played Harvey Dent before? And that was... Uh, uh, oh, what was his name? Well, that actually, too. There is the one guy. For... Well, Billy D. Williams played Harvey Dent in one Batman movie. And Did he? Yes. Which Billy, the original, the Michael Keaton one. He was Harvey. Harvey Dent was Billy D. Williams. Yeah, I'm not lying to you. Huh? In the original? Mm-hmm. Why? Why don't I remember that? I always thought it was uh, somebody else. Cause no, uh, no, 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 no. I thought it was just a Joker in the original one. Nope. Now, how far back are we going? Are we talking about, like, cast? For which one? This is Tim Burton's Batman. I mean, yeah, Tim Burton's one. Billy D. Williams, Harvey Dent. <laughs> okay, so who was the Joker then? Oh, uh, Jack Nicholson. Okay, so oh oh okay, I remember that now. I remember that now. It's just Harvey did hadn't turned. He was just right. he was just a lawyer. That's the reason why why I didn't why I didn't pop out on you. Okay, so yeah, I get that. Now with uh, Matthew McConaughey, the reason why it actually uh, kind of made me interested was because there was two events. One, his um, commercials for the Lincoln Lincoln uh, cars, mm-hmm. and how he has that very cool, very like half and half persona. It's what he's trying to portray. Not actually bought into. It. I was like, okay, I, I could, I could see it. I could see it. Some of it's cheesy, but I can kind of see it. It was Aaron Eckert that played Harvey Dent in Dark, in Knight. Dark Knight. Okay, yeah. which he was a good one. Right, I, he, he was, was good. He, he was, was good. good. He was good. He was good. Now I think that he can actually play it too. The other thing that was kind of funny was because. Um, he's actually a booster for uh, University of Texas. Actually, one of the major like celebrity sponsors. Probably I've seen him do Hook'em Horns with me. Yeah. So, and one of the things is I actually seen him like in the basketball games. Like I think it was like last year, where he was actually on the bench along with the coaches and the other players, and encouraging the other players. I almost thought he was a coach at one point. Even the commentary was like, "Okay, well, Coach McConaughey is trying to puff up his guys." <laughs> so here's something interesting: the pe- some people who were interested in the role but didn't get it, who yeah. I. Th- think would be a much better Harvey Dent mm-hmm. is Lee Schreiber. Hmm. Okay, I can see that. Because he can play calm and cool. What did he play in? Wait, wait, wait. What did he play? What did he play in? Lee Schreiber. 
Well, he was he was king um, he was kingpin in the uh, into the Spider Verse. He okay. voiced kingpin in that. Okay. But he was in uh, Lee Sharder's been in all kinds of stuff. I mean, um, hmm. I'm interested. Uh, Lee Schreiber. And the reason why is I'm like, I'm, for some reason, I can't think of what he played it. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Um, if you've actually watched Ray Donovan. Yes, that's he's Ray, Ray Donovan. He's Ray Donovan. Okay, that's the reason why his name stuck out like a sore thumb. I couldn't picture it. But yeah, okay. So he could have worked out. He's, he's actually, he would have worked out for it. Surprised he didn't get it, but anyway. We'll no, he just was. He expressed interest in the role. Ah, okay. So he expressed interest in the role, mm-hmm. but they actually went for someone else. So they went for Matthew McConaughey. I am. Curious. No, no, no. This this is when Aaron Eckert when did. Aaron Eckert. Yeah, oh. in Dark Knight, Lee, okay. Schre- Lee Schreiber had expressed interest in the role, but they went with Aaron Eckert. Okay. So that's what I'm saying. Like I could have seen, I could still the, see him for the Dark Knight. I think, or in any in any capacity, oh. as heart as Two Face. Like I think he cool. would be a good one. Cool. Much better than Tommy Lee Jones for right. Two Face. Cool. So outside that, I mean, that's really about it from my end. Because those are the two things that actually stuck out for me over the last two weeks, and I was like, oh. So it's like, okay, Colin Farrell's the Penguin. Okay, Matthew McConaughey as Harvey Dent, and then they already got the Catwoman. Did they get a Riddler as of yet? I don't know. I don't know. Dead or not. But if they do, we'll, we'll talk about it on the next podcast. I'll do some digging for that. Outside of that, Eric, uh, how do you do from your end before we dig into Watchmen? Yeah, so um, a couple things. The, the one controversy, and, and Elijah is like, has been on it, has <laughs> been upset. Um, has been about Death Stranding. So, mm. for anyone who who is a huge Hideo Kojima fan, um, and you loved like Metal Gear, and um, there was another game that he had. Uh, I can't even think of what it is. Um, it was a me- it was like a mech kind of game. Yeah. Um, Death Stranding has been getting all kinds of right now on Metacritic. It's standing at an eighty three, um, mm. which isn't bad. Right. But a lot of the reviews, it's it's either people extreme like loved it mm. and gave it super high scores, or people hated it and gave it low scores. And so, okay. um, you love it or be hate it, but you're still talking about it. Well, because it's yeah. it's it's the newest thing. Right. Now the game is it's running on the same engine as Horizon Zero Dawn. Okay, so it's a beautiful. It, it looks great, hmm. um, but I've heard. That it has a bunch of like menial, like it looks like they're side quests. Like the main quests are basically what you would consider side quests for most other games. Like bring this package to here and then take this package here, and that's what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And so to me, that kind of sounds boring, but I'll reserve any thoughts for when I actually get the game and I'll give a review for it. Uh, a couple people I know have said that it's not that fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, like one other person I know who reviews games is like, eh, I'll wait till it's twenty bucks. I'm like, yeah, that says a lot. So I don't know. I mean, that that's that's like <coughs> a huge controversy right now. Because and then reviewers, people review bombing it. Yeah. Um, on Metacritic. I, so my my view on that is this: it's like if you don't like a game, don't talk crap about it just because you you think it's not going to be fun until right. you play it. Don't say anything. Right. You know, like. I own all the systems, so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna disrespect like a Nintendo game just because it's only on Nintendo right. or 
of the Microsoft game because it's only on that. That's so dumb. Right. So it's like if you want, get all get all the systems. They're cheap enough now. Um, yeah, because there's a lot of hardworking people that actually bust their butts and stay home, stay at home late and well, stay at work late and avoid being at home with their families and stuff just to try to put out some entertaining content. Yeah. Which is always a gamble because. People could like it, or they could hate it, or they could just not talk about it at all. And, you know? Yeah, and see, and Kojima is like, I love Metal Gear, right. even though I didn't play the fifth one, just because there was there was two parts to it, mm-hmm. and it just was very hard to get in. Plus, it was Keith or Sutherland, and yeah. that kind of like that kind of. <laughs> well, okay, so if you uh, <coughs> grew up with Snake being David Hayter, right, and when you switch the when you switch the the main character's voice actor. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, not that I don't like Kiefer Sutherland, right. but I don't associate Snake with Kiefer, Kiefer Sutherland. True. I associate it with David Hayter. Right. And so that's a turnoff. That was like a huge turnoff for me because when yeah. I hear Snake's voice, I want that gruff, and I didn't get that with him. Right. So you think the voice actor just chose to do something different? Or? No, no, no. They just, Konami wanted to go in a different route. Uh, of course. So, you know, and, and, and it's the same thing happened with... Um, uh, with Splinter Cell, mm-hmm. they went away from Michael Ironside and they had another voice actor. Yeah, Guess what? Yeah, didn't yeah. buy that game. That is it's not considered Splinter Cell to me. So, yeah, when you go away from what the audience wants, you kind of suffer in the pockets. But that's always the game. But then you bring Michael Ironside <clears throat> back for Ghost Recon, where there's a mission that you do yeah. with with uh, with Fisher. So it's just like. Why, why did you go away from Ironside only to bring him back? I don't know. I because mean, when you went away, you saw that dip in money. It was like, no, 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 no. Go back, go back, go back, go back, go back. Yeah. So, so, I mean, hopefully yeah. they, they, they do Sam Fisher justice. Bring Ironside back. Just so you can get anyone to do the, do the motion capture. Yeah. And then just have him do the voice. I, it's fine. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, yeah. Yeah. So. Or have have Ironside do it. Shoot, maybe he's not that old where you can work with him. I mean, I think he's in his sixties. Maybe he'll roll around on the ground. I don't know. <laughs> so, but what, from what I, now, granted, I haven't played it either because I don't have a PlayStation. But what I've actually heard, um, I believe, like you said, it is actually a bunch of side quests, but they present different challenges for each one. It's like, for instance, like, like if from what I've actually heard from some of the descriptions. It's similar to Dark Souls, but in a degree of how it's very resource intensive, and you have to make very calculated decisions on the resources that you bring, the elements you that. have to go through. I don't want to do that's yeah. like that's too much like real life. Yeah, it's, it's like oh, when I'm coming over to your house, do I need to just stop and go get gas now? No, I don't want to do that. Like that's right. I shouldn't do that in a game. I hate that. True, true, true. But it appeals to other people who actually like because there's because you know Dark Souls like it can infuriate you or it can actually be like yeah I want more of that. So that's and, I, and yeah. I, okay so and I get the whole you right. have to manage inventory but not to the extent that you have to with Death Stranding like right and you do run across bandits and you run across like elements of weather that could actually corrode the re- some of the resources that you have like your ladders yeah they could break or they could, it's like I think as somebody else described it too like Breath of the Wild. Where you actually are, um, you have to, some of the resources that you have, they could break yeah. if you're of low quality or something like that. And yeah, if you fall in the river, you got to go back and ke- pick up everything that you dropped. I mean, right. so there's there's right. cool elements to it. And right. I think that the system that he had, it seems rather appealing where if, 
if you had a PlayStation, we both had the game, mm-hmm. you could leave a ladder somewhere and I could use the ladder that you left. Right, because right. they I have can... hubs that you can build for that too, which is like a, like a, it's more like, kind of like on Facebook where if I actually post something and somebody else likes it, they could like on the post or something like that. Mm-hmm. He tries to take that social aspect of it and try to create things that actually help everyone advance in the game, but you can only use it a certain amount of time, like per person. So that actually is pretty dope. Yeah, I, 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 yeah, and like I said, there's there's aspects to the game that I think right. is is good. There's aspects from like uh, right, and I also believe too that I think he's using this like a base layer. Like I want to be able to create an entire universe, but I'm gonna use this as a base layer for the first part. Like like if you're actually doing like a movie or a play or something like this, I because of the way that his brain works and the way he's more like an artist than anything else, I honestly believe this is like a this is like act one. Uh, this whole game is like as, as long as it's not like, as long as it's not as weird as Metal Gear Solid Two, I'm fine. Like because like <laughs> you know it's weird. Oh my god, dude, that <laughs> game! Like some of the stuff that happens in it, I'm just like, okay. No, that's funny. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, it's like okay, he's going into weird town. <laughs> Yeah. No, I mean, right, right. the first one, I loved the first Metal Gear. The second one was great. Third mm-hmm. one, the third and fourth one, I think the, the third one was, was one of the best. Snake Eater, mm-hmm. one of the best games. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, hands down, one of the best games ever made. Right. And uh, the fourth one, and, and this, is, this has been a trend with all of Kojima games, is where the cutscenes just get longer and longer yeah. and longer. And Metal Gear Solid 4, uh, Sons of Liberty or Sons of the Patriots or whatever it was yeah. called. Um, the, there was, there's one cutscene that lasts, I swear to you, like 30 minutes long. Cutscene. Cutscene. You can't skip. But you don't want to skip because it's towards the end of the, is the end of the game. Right. But it's just like, dang. It's like, am I watching like a TV show or something? And then you have to visibly just be like, oh, I gotta pick up the yeah, 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 <laughs> pretty much. And so, like, and I heard there's, there's, there's points of this game that are like that too. Which is great, I mean, because you want story, mm-hmm. but I've also heard that the story, there's so many plot holes in it. So, it, it really just depends on if you've been a Kojima fan, mm-hmm. and you understand that you have to listen to every little thing to get what he's talking about, or if it's something different. I, I don't know. I mean, I'm not sure. Oh, that's funny, man. So, uh, then now we're going to go into uh, Watchmen. Now, for those who are actually watching, we're going to actually have a discussion about Watchmen. The reason why I'm sectioning off like this is for those who haven't seen Watchmen yet but want to, you probably want to avoid this portion of the podcast. Uh, Come back probably a little bit later because we're probably going to talk about some other spoilery stuff. Uh, I would say give it about another 15, 20 minutes. Uh, Even after that, you could probably just go ahead and skip the rest of this podcast because we're probably going to be talking about stuff at length. But... (laughs) (laughs) But if you want to hold on, we'll go ahead and uh, talk around through it. If you don't care about spoilers, go ahead and hang around with us. If not, we will talk to you a little bit later. I'll holler at you later for the next podcast. We'll get into some more stuff. But for those who want to hang around, go ahead and hang with us for a moment. We're going to get into some spoilery stuff about Watchmen because a lot happened. And this is through episode one, episode two, and episode three at the time of recording because today is Saturday the 9th of uh, 9th of November so we've only seen like the first three episodes of it 
the next episode is going to be coming for episode four. It's going to be tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So uh, we'll talk about that on, on episode four and episode five, I believe, should be around the next podcast. But we'll talk about that then. But in the meantime, we're going to go jump right into it. Episode one. What are your thoughts? <laughs> I know that's a loaded question. This, this, so this, this, this universe that that we're in for for Watchmen, mm-hmm. the future is it, it's crazy to me that they have these technologies. Like mm-hmm. everyone basically has an electric car, um, but there's no internet. And I thought there was. No, there's the only internet is what links. Um, the phone calls that you can make to to uh, Doctor Manhattan. Oh, the booths. Yes, okay. those booths are the only thing that are the internet. Um, the government uses the internet, but that's only because um, they have to. You have that connectivity, mm-hmm. and the reason why the, this world is afraid of the internet is because they feel like those radio waves mm-hmm. um, are Doctor Manhattan like and can cause cancer and things like that. So, and that's why there's no cell phones. Newspapers. You still have newspapers. Yep. Uh, Everyone's still reading newspapers and stuff. So, they're not using, they have, they have some technologies, but not. I'll explain the old school car that, um, uh, sister, uh, what's her name? Sister, uh, Midnight? Yeah. Was driving. Oh, yeah, that, the Grand National? Yeah, Yeah, I think it's dope. So, but yeah, so I, I actually, okay, first episode, I guess I'll start with that. Uh, starts with the Oklahoma City bombing, which is actually a real event. Um, Sister Night is her name. Oh, Sister Night. Okay. So, yeah, the Oklahoma City bombing. That was actually a very, very good depiction of that. But uh, the reason why it actually caught me so well, and it actually, because I was like, okay, what is the connection between this and the present day? And then I actually caught on to it a little bit later. Is, uh, the, the beats and story format for Watchmen always like to tell a story within a story. And if you notice that, they actually did it in episode one. They did it with uh, episode one with uh, with Black with uh, the Black Burning, Burning in Black Wall Street and the present day. In the episode two, they did it again, but they did it through, I believe it was um, Hooded Justice and what's going on in the present day. So that's another story within a story. And they're trying to kind of give you hints as far as what's going on inside of those stories. I think they did it again in three Oh yeah, so she she kept going back to with her joke where she was telling the joke about um, and she acted like she messed up in her joke Mm -hmm. and she didn't Mm -hmm. and I was like, oh, see how she's doing this and so like she's acting more like her dad Mm -hmm. so which is great because the comedian told jokes Mm -hmm. and that she's being more like the comedian Mm -hmm. but like she's being funny but still cynical Mm -hmm. and like when uh, when they did that fake sting where they uh caught that guy who was like Batman yeah. uh, from stopping him from robbing the yeah. bank and, and then she shot him and the guy was like how did you know his armor was going to stop it and she was like and like was she like, didn't even she didn't think like it was going to stop it like, like so shot him. <laughs> and like that 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 to me was just like oh man like because as soon as she came out I'm like that's Silk Spectre I, that's like why yeah, else yeah. would she be who she is yeah and um, they had some shat- foreshadowing of it too when she oh, goes yeah. into the part- into her apartment they yeah. had the mosaic pictures in the back with all the watchmen and she was covering the part for Silver Spectre yeah so and she got one of her gloves out to yeah, feed Night Owl to feed, not, to feed the little owl yeah <laughs> which is her, yeah. her her lover who's still locked up like right 
Well, actually, out. yeah. Well, one of them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll get, we'll get to that in a minute. And then the whole thing yeah. with um with uh with Ozzy Mandias, mm-hmm. that that to me, I was trying to figure out like, okay, where is he? Because mm-hmm. I thought at first, did they move him somewhere like on Earth, and he's trying to escape? No, he's on Mars. Yeah, I I didn't catch that till like way later because I was like because somebody was dropping a hint like he's actually in some like type of purgatory that um, Doctor Doctor Manhattan put him in. Yeah, so he's so, on Mars, right? And he keeps trying to find a way to get off Mars by using these catapults, <laughs> using using the catapults <laughs> and some other type of contraptions that he can find around the mansion that he's in to go ahead and get him to <laughs> use some catapults to get him off of uh, Mars but come back frozen like. <laughs> oh yeah, he, he beat that clone yeah, up. Yeah, he beat that clone up real bad because it was really weird at first. I thought the clones were actually um, uh, what was the clone? I thought they were his clones that he actually made to try to like introduce like new versions of like Doctor Manhattan, right? And, and trying to recopy that. Then it didn't dawn on me until later because the thing that kept repeating was the birthday cake. That kept that whole scene kept repeating itself yeah. over and over and over and over and over again. And I'm like, he's in the Groundhog's Day. <laughs> yeah, he's in the Groundhog's Day. And of course, he's getting agitated because he's super smart. So the mundane will be like like chaos to him. And of course, it is. Yeah. So I'm like, wow. Because at first, at the first episode, I was like, okay, he actually hid himself and like faked his death and actually went over to some, some foreign land and was just chilling over there. That's what I thought in episode one. Right. Episode two, I'm like, okay, yeah, he's still over there, but he must be trying to do some super clones. That's what I'm, I'm thinking. Yeah, super that's what I was thinking too. Manhattan. Number three, it didn't dawn on me until I was like, wait, because he tried to escape, and he still has his old costume that he put on, saying, I'm going to meet the adversary, blah, 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 blah. So now I'm thinking that Dr. Manhattan may actually show up when it's episode four. Or they're not going to show him. They're just going to show, like, the back of him or... Show the cheeks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Because Dr. Manhattan likes to go do so. Oh, yeah. He doesn't, he he doesn't, doesn't like clothes. So. Well, but this Silk Spectre had that. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> she was like, she carried around in a Maybe briefcase. I should just go over to the, to the young dude and get it from him. Like. Right, because she's like, mm, do I feel like doing this again? <laughs> this huge briefcase. I'm thinking she got some important documents, something like that. Oh, it's a document, all right. <laughs> it's a big document. It's, so she has a, bu- a huge replica of... Dr. Manhattan? Dr. Manhattan's um, Johnsonville bra. Johnsonville bra, Johnsonville bra. <laughs> so... <laughs> I can't make this up. I saw oh, this. It's a blue bat, dog. <laughs> I mean, like, it's a Louisville song. Yeah, about to not get out the park. <laughs> oh man! Uh, so she pulls this thing oh, out. She can walk. <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm sorry if I'm going off, but it just this thing looks like a huge arm. It's like she just pulls it's bigger than my arm. It looks like huge shiny thing. Just like it's about to like <laughs> right, and she's just looking at it like, <sighs> and then she eventually goes after. You know, eventually pursues after the uh, the other HBI agent that's actually running with her, and this is episode three that we're actually talking about. So, so one special. one thing that that caught me, yeah. and I kind of figured this from the beginning, yeah, was that Don Johnson's character, um, Judd Crawford, he was he was hiding something, 
you, you just had to know right. that he was. It's Oklahoma. I hate to say it about Oklahoma, <laughs> but he's hiding something because yeah. they that story within a story. Yeah, and you you had to have known that because of who um, who Lou Gossett Jr. was, mm-hmm. and like because he had said to to Regina King's character uh, Sister Knight when she was when she was going into the thing, he's like, "You think I can lift?" Mm-hmm. 200 some pounds mm-hmm. and she kind of looked at him and I was like oh boy here we go cause like he, he wanted to say something he right. wouldn't be standing out there for no reason right. and I was like okay and then like when he said when he called her and said that I killed your chief or killed the uh, yeah the chief of police mm-hmm. it's like well no the uh, the um, seventh what, what's the seventh cavalry yeah the seventh cavalry they didn't do that That's, they, right. like they would have they would have claimed it because they usually, like most terrorist organizations, they actually, once they actually do something, they claim it because they want people to know that, yeah, we did this. But he was one of them. And then also, um, which cracks me up, because, like, his family had that legacy. Mm-hmm. And that's why he had that clan suit. It was his dad's clan suit in, in his thing. But, right. like, I don't know if he was really trying to hide mm-hmm. where he came from mm-hmm. or if that's still part of who he is. True. And, um... And I, I always felt that was weird, and I saw that when they went to go see Oklahoma. Mm. But yeah, because that was weird. But it was, but then when they said it was Black Oklahoma, I was like, yeah. Oh, but why was he there? Okay, well, all right, right, right. So I don't know if he just developed feelings for her. Like it, it's kind of a gray dynamic right now because you don't know if he developed feelings for her, and basically he felt this way. He was like, okay, I feel this way, but. I have a connection with you, so I feel like I can. I, I feel like you're okay with me, so that way I can go ahead and stay close to you. And but everybody else, I still feel this way because it's always been my family heritage. Right, right. So well, you're one of the good ones. <laughs> you always have to have a good degree. Don't call it. Absolutely. Oh my god. <laughs> And we laugh because it's true. Because back in the day in the southerns, they usually had that aspect too. You have your good good Negroes that you keep close to, and you have your other Negroes that you have out in the field. But this isn't a history lesson. You know this already. So anyway, um, it just creates those interesting dynamics for the story because there's so many different layers, and the story it can go in so many different directions. So who do you think picked up Lou Gossett Jr.'s character, Will Reeves? Who picked him up? Because when he was in the car, he was in her car. Mm-hmm. Who picked him up? Uh, that's the part. The only thing that I can think of, I honestly think, is probably the government. It's a different layer of the government that's doing it. That's what I'm thinking. Where all the supers are? It could be possible. Well, because she's a super and she's in. Okay. But she's a super with no powers, though. Uh, that's true. Right. And she's local and they're actually hitting and they're working with the police. Okay. So, and that's just in their end, because they did make a big hoopla, which is the reason why Silk Spectre came through, because she's a part of an anti-vigilante task force. So, if she's coming into town, and she's helping, and the only reason why she's coming here is because the senator, who I think is dirty, too. Oh, yeah, he's the, he's the, he's the, he's the, he's the, so, he's like, okay, Silk Spectre, whoever you is, like, I know that you don't really like doing these type of things, but if you can actually go over here... And help figure out who the uh, who killed the chief. I'll help get your get your guy the out released because he's still actually in prison. So she's like, okay, fine, whatever. So she goes over there and she and she starts to figure out what's going on in Oklahoma. 
Uh, now, as far as and that's what that's why I believe Luke Gossett Jr. was telling you, it's like I, there's a conspiracy going on. And I think it's so it's so big that if I told you what it is, it's gonna blow your mind. Yeah. Because yeah. honestly, because it's like it, he's like it goes beyond me, and I honestly believe it's the gov. It's somehow somewhere tied to the government. Yeah. And that's the reason why he's like I got people in higher places and outside of. Of course, he was. Well, yeah. so that goes back to that conversation that those two gentlemen were having at the mm-hmm. uh, at the newspaper stand. Mm-hmm. Where they were saying, well, you know, when it concerns who could go for who's who they're going to vote for for president, right. well, they Redford didn't. They, Red, yeah. Robert Redford, which is crazy, <laughs> itself, or or this new or the senator, and it's like, well, they don't trust the senator. They didn't say why. They said, well, I don't trust him. But Redford had, you know, given um, had signed off on those reparations or as yeah. they call them reparations. Reparations. <laughs> <laughs> and then what ca- what kind of caught me was I was trying to figure out who like because I figured that I didn't know if that little boy was was her son at first mm-hmm. like because he looked like Michael Jackson's son so I was like oh his blanket because like, that's who he looks like hmm. uh, and and I was like is that Michael Jackson's son like you know is this little boy is he, is he is he is he is he mixed or something like that. And I'm thinking, like, okay, so who's Virginia King's husband going to be in this movie? Right. And I was thinking it was Don Johnson. Like, oh, okay. Right. But it's not. It was her partner's kids right. that they had. And because when a little white girl's like, mommy, mommy, I was like, uh, okay. <laughs> right. Because that threw me for a loop, too, because they didn't directly address it until, like, episode two, two in yeah. the middle of it. Yeah, yeah, when she talked about what happened during the white night. Right. And um, then it made sense because, like, they're – her partner, right. his family got killed, but that little boy uh, hid with his sister, took his sisters and hid. So that made sense. And like, but it just was, oh man, it's crazy. Yeah, that's, I mean, it's, all in all, I, I think it's actually a great show. Oh yeah. Uh, it's definitely worth watching. Uh, the other thing about, uh, about the Watchmen is, because it's very interesting that you said it too about the newspaper guys because the little girl who came up with and actually purchased the new pa- newspapers mm-hmm. was actually bringing it to somebody else I guess whoever it was was actually in that vehicle that they were in that right. she was in I don't know if that was just a, a one off thing where it's just it's supposed to be interaction between the little girl and the and newspaper guys no, 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 no. whoever whoever she was getting a newspaper for is someone has important. to be somebody important yeah. so I'm kind of curious to figure out who that actually is yeah so that, that'll be interesting to see if they actually pay that off or if they just count it as a one-off. Um, outside of that, it's, it's like it, all the interesting characters, too. The uh, Mr. Uh, the Glass. <laughs> Mr. Glass. Uh, oh, yeah, the, yeah. The actually, that's, like, man, that, that is awesome. I want that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it looks like a luchador think, mask. So yeah. Bad. It's like, this is awesome. But yeah, Bat and uh, uh, he's the Looking Glass, right? So Looking Glass, uh, who's the other one? This I know. There's uh, the Red one, Scare. Red Scare. <laughs> he's funny. I, I, know, I, know, I know who I like because like if you remember at the beginning of yeah. the of the first episode when mm-hmm. they went to modern day and they pulled that dude over who was in the 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 Seventh Cavalry, but he was do you you call what he was listening to. He was listening to some hip hop music, wasn't he? Yeah, he was. Yeah. That's why I was like, "All right, what's going on like, here? Like, All right, whatever." Right. So, and then when the dude, so when that cop called back, mm-hmm. and and he asked, and he was talking to Panda. Yeah. And I was talking. Permission to release the weapon. But then they showed Panda. It's yeah. the dude with the giant Panda mask. Yeah. So I was like, "Oh, that's so dope!" Right. I was like, "Oh, that is dope, man." <laughs> it was like you're going to get <coughs> this by releasing the weapons. 
And he did say too, John Johnson's character he said, yeah, you know, it was my funeral, which is very interesting. Side note, Don Johnson and his characters have a very, 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 very good um, penchant for dying early. <laughs> yeah. So if Don Johnson's in something, more than likely he's probably going to die early. That's because he's that good and he probably can't afford to keep him. So, so we gotta like we need you for the first few episodes, get people interested, and we're gonna go ahead and let you go. John's like, ah, I'm good with it. Go ahead. <laughs> but outside of that, though, um, I I think that's actually gonna end us for the uh, spoiler cast. We'll actually talk about more about Watchmen on the next episode of our podcast here. Uh, what else did we actually have? So I know we had some. Uh, did we have? Uh, we're talking about Disney. No, no, Disney Plus. Ain't yeah. Oh, all right. So check this out. Yeah. This is uh, on day one. All the Disney, all the Star Wars related stuff that's going to be available on day one. Uh, on day one, okay. which is A New Hope, the Strike Empire Strikes Back, Return of the Jedi, all the original trilogy, the prequel trilogy, mm-hmm. um, the standards. Yep. And then uh, some. There's Empire of Dreams, the story of the Star Wars trilogy is from 2004. Don't is that a documentary? I think so. Uh, all of the Clone Wars. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, good. So I can go back and catch up on that. Yeah. So I think because um, I was trying to catch up on it, then I think Netflix pulled it. What is it? The uh, Clone Wars Reve- episode, uh, Revenge of the Sith, for the Clone Wars or something like that. That it looks like the second bit. the second part of the Clone Wars. Right. 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 Um, and then Rebels uh, will be on there. Then there's a whole bunch of Star Wars Lego Star Wars series. Um, there's the Clash of the Skywalkers, um, the new Yoda Chronicles. Are these animated? Mm-hmm. Oh. But it's Lego Star Wars. Aww. Um, Aww. Then, then there's one I don't really <laughs> care about, but Christy will want to watch, which is Droid's Tales. Yay! Because it's R2-D2. Um, they're going to bring back the 70s Christmas special. <laughs> No, 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 no. That's not as bad as the one where those little white kids got left on indoor and had to help with the Ewoks. Yes, you know what I'm talking about. That one was awful. That's the after school special. That one was awful. Poor guy. Oh, because there was two of them. There was two of those movies. I know. Money grabs. Yes. Uh, The Force Awakens. Uh, is going to be on there. Here's Lego Star Wars The Freemaker Adventures. Now I'm going to show you this and I want you oh. to. Huh? <laughs> so that's what I was talking about earlier before are we they, started. Are they from Puerto Rico? I don't know. <laughs> that's what I'm looking at. Like, Because <laughs> it, it's like oh. they're, they're, they're brown, but they're not black. I don't know. I'm curious. I guess it's more. Are they Mandalorians? <laughs> I don't know. But um, but that's it's called the Freemaker Adventures. I looked at like a little bit of it. It looked pretty interesting for mm-hmm. for Lego Star Wars, Rogue One, Star Wars Resistance, which I never watched because I didn't care. Star Wars Resistance, man. I I heard so I've heard that it's it's pretty good, but that's an animated one too, right? Yes, and okay. it takes place right before Force Awakens, I think. Um, okay. I remember. Yeah. Uh, obviously in the Mandalorian. And there's another one, Lego All-Stars. I don't want to watch that. Uh, but the Mandalorian, I am all about. All right. Cool. Because I, I, yeah. I'm hearing nothing but good stuff about the Mandalorian. 
but that's because of who's in charge of it. Yeah. And I don't doubt that he would do anything that would not do it justice. Right. And because of who's directing it, mm-hmm. I would not be surprised if he put uh, Peter Billingsley in, in the show. Hmm. So it was like something we got to look for is Peter Billingsley. He's like, that's one of his best friends. Mm-hmm. So Ralphie is probably in the Mandalorian somewhere. <laughs> and he'll and if he, they gave him the ability to say, she try I'm kidding. <laughs> I will love it. Love it. But I doubt that. Right. You're like, you'll shoot your eye out. If you don't know what we're talking about, John Favreau and Peter Billingsley are like best friends. Yeah. So those that'll actually be pretty good when we actually see it too. And that's it. And the Mandalorian. Is that dropping on day one? Or is that yes, that's day done? one. That's day one. Okay, when is day one? Is it the twelfth? The twelfth. Okay. Wow, that's right. so sad. That I have to like shut that up. No, but that's that's. I don't know. Have you have you signed up for it? Yeah, I already got it. Okay. Well, I already signed up for it. Yeah. Me too. Me too. Okay. Oh, so that should be our next giveaway. Which one? The whole year. Of, whole year of Disney Plus. All right. Well, if you heard it here first, a uh, whole year of Disney Plus. If you're interested, make sure you actually like. That's one. Comment on this video. This video. And be a subscriber. This video. And this video. I'm going to say it again. <laughs> this video. This video. The one that's on, let's see, it's going to be released, but you're going to see the tag for November the 9th. November the 9th. We're going to repeat it again. Like. Hit the like button. Two. Leave a comment. This video. This video, this video, <laughs> and subscribe. Because if you subscribe, you'll be able to get a notification that says, hey, you have a new subscriber. We can tell who actually subscribed, and we can reach out to you to see if you actually won. So like, comment, subscribe. And there's another show that's going to be on uh, Disney Plus that um, I, no, not Disney Plus. It's going to be on HBO Max mm. um, that I was shocked to hear about, but that's uh, Rick and Morty. So what's going on with Rick and Morty? So Rick and Morty from here on, from once HBO Max starts, Rick and Morty will only be on HBO Max. So it's not going to be on Hulu anymore. Hmm. Let's see. It's not going to be on Hulu anymore. Hmm. Now, it's very interesting because it's already on Adult Swim and they've already made announcements that they're actually... They actually have well, no, it'll be on Adult Swim right? So because that's, that's Time Warner and Time right, Warner right. owns Still HBO. owns... Right, so that's what I was saying, because usually when they move in like that and say it's only going to be on one place... It, oh, for streaming purposes, oh, okay. it's for only going to be on HBO Max. Okay, cool, 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 cool. So, it's going to be on HBO Max. Um, now, here's the question, because um, outside, outside of Adult Swim, HBO Max, I'm trying to think, is... Um, are they going to consult everything all together as far as when they actually do get HBO Max up and running? Are you going to collapse your HBO Go's, your HBO Now's, and all that? Or I think so. Huh. Because also, too, we're talking about uh, the DC streaming service, which I actually have. Um, and I'm catching up on like Titans and a few other shows, too. And also uh, my Young Justice show, which is pretty dope. So you should actually watch that Young Justice. It's pretty dope. Uh, but as far as the future of the streaming apps, because I know the DC streaming one hasn't really been doing all that well, uh, especially when the like they had production issues with like Swamp Thing, which is their first one. 
I still have to watch that too. But I heard the first season was pretty dope because they had, but because they had production issues, um, they actually had to cancel a Swamp Thing and it's only had just one season. Now your Titans have actually picked up and made a little bit better profit, but I think they're starting to run across like little glitches and little issues too when it comes to the their um, their new episodes. I think they still have new episodes coming out. Uh, and also Doom Patrol, uh, they actually have their seasons too, which I still have to get through. But with all those uh, things happening with the streaming service for DC, for DC I, I was concerned if they were going to actually do something like this. Because now, <clears throat> now I'm understanding that they're going to fold everything in. So with their HBO Go. So I don't know how far they're going to roll it in as far as the comic books. So it's, it's their, uh, the new streaming service will feature titles across Warner's properties. Including Warner Brothers mm-hmm. Cinema, HBO, Cinemax, New Line, DC Entertainment, CNN, TNT, TBS, True TV, Turner Classic Movies, Jeez. Cartoon Network, Adult Swim, Country, Crunchyroll, Rooster Teeth, Looney Tunes, and more. So they also, that means they own the rights to like the Lord of the Rings trilogy, mm-hmm. Wonder Woman, all, all the DC stuff. Right. Um, they also have the US streaming rights. For all of Studio Ghibli, all the Studio Ghibli movies, so you won't be you can stream those on HBO on HBO Max, but then some TV shows that are coming over, mm-hmm. uh, Friends, yeah, The West Wing, Fresh Prince of Bel Air, Pretty Little Liars, Big Bang Theory, and Two and a Half Men. So, and then CW shows. Um, Batwoman, Nancy Drew, the Riverdale spinoff. They're collapsing all the CW. Doctor Who. They have the exclusive streaming rights for Doctor Who. Ooh. Um, I thought BBC had that. Well, this is the U.S. streaming rights. Oh, okay, gotcha. gotcha. Um, for Doctor Who. Um, though not the classic ones, only the new ones. Okay. So, uh, Top Gear, Luther, South Park, Rick and Morty, um... This is uh, South Park and Rick and Morty, which are currently streaming on Hulu, will be moving over to HBO Max once it launches. Wow. Wow. Dang. And then uh, new content from uh, new movies and shows from Stephen King, uh, Jordan Peele, J.J. Mm-hmm. Abrams, Josh Whedon. I mean, so, like, and then, um, so, so all this stuff. So you have. Now, three companies that are competing for your streaming rights. Right. It is a streaming war now. So, yeah. so the curious question now is, um, how much are they going to charge? $14.99. $14.99 for all that? Because that's a whole lot of content mm-hmm. from a whole lot of different areas that are used to having their own streaming service, and they're going to collapse everything in. I was thinking that they're probably going to try to pull what uh, Disney's doing, which is probably going to try to pull a $60 like a year subscription. And just probably well, that's that, that would be dope if they allow you to, to, to get it per year, yeah, to just to start make it off. cheaper, yeah. Just to well, so <clears> Disney <throat> is going to do the like you can you can add Disney Plus, mm-hmm. Hulu, the ad, the ad, not the ad free one, just the, the ad, regular one. yeah, the one with ads, yeah, and ESPN for like 17 bucks a month. Or something like that. No, without it, I think uh, what's the name is charging just fifteen too. Just uh, Disney Plus. They're just if you just went with Disney Plus. Oh no, that's six ninety nine. If you just went with Disney Plus by itself, yeah. it's six ninety nine. Wow. And then if you want to bundle ESPN, 
and Hulu in there, then it's like you're saving like four bucks or something. Right, because like if you went for Hulu by itself, it's actually four. Well, seven ninety nine. Unless you have the premium. Yeah, the premium. Or the is. premium, mm-hmm. if, which just allows you to have a, like I think no commercials, which that's what I have. No commercials, as many screens as you want to watch it on. And in I think, theory, I think you can only have two going at once. You can do simultaneous screens. Right. So, uh, but there, I think there is another one because I actually have one where I can actually watch like all of us. Like I can watch a stream, Alika can watch a stream, and Melissa can watch them. All they're all watching at the same time. Oh well. Right. But I think, but the the kicker is that they lock you into your zip code, so it all has to be here in in my current zip code. (laughs) Sorry, kids. Right. Forget that. Right. Because it'll it'll yell at you like, hey, you're not in your current zip code. I tell you what, go ahead and upgrade your account. So, yeah, we tried it. <laughs> so, outside of that, uh, do you got anything else from your doctor? I think I'm actually clean on mine. No, like, um, so the one thing that uh, I just wanted to um, talk about was the, oh, so Black Friday. Um, oh. There's a bunch of games that are going on sale. Oh. So, do not get Need for Speed Heat. Yet, if you're going to get that, which I heard it's not that bad. There's no microtransactions in it. Um, For now. No, I don't think they're going to put that in there. So, like, I'm going to pick that up on Black Friday because, like, right now it's 60 bucks, but, like, in two weeks it'll be 35 bucks. So, that's a pickup. That's a pickup. There's a whole bunch of other games that, like, there's one that just came out uh, that, uh, well, you don't want to get it, which is. WWE 2K20 or something like that. The one that's bad issues? Yeah, that's going to like 20 bucks. The one that's... <laughs> no, People get stuck in a ring. Oh, yeah, I saw that where like her legs were like, she's like this and she's like... Yeah, just sliding around, just gliding around the ring. <laughs> There's one where they're picking up a chair and the chair disappeared from their hands. Yeah, and she went to hit someone with the chair and then like the chair was gone and then like she got hit by air and then the chair just <laughs> appeared like right next to her. It's like... Uh, you gotta, you gotta see the YouTube video. There's other YouTube videos of it with uh, WWE 20K, uh, 20, what was it, 2020? Is there a 2020? I don't know. Anyway, the new, the latest WWE. Game look at the glitches for those. A whole bunch of people been posting glitches on YouTube. It is hilarious. Yeah. Uh, well, that's because Ukes left. So Ukes made all of the games that we remember going back to like mm. the Nintendo 64. Right. right. And so even probably some on PlayStation, um, on play, maybe on PlayStation, I think, where they did some of the like, King of the Ring stuff. Yeah, but yeah. like, yeah. but they've been making games since the 90s. Right. Most of the video games that we know of are made by a company called Ukes. Yeah. And, um, but now Ukes is like, no, we're not going to help you with that. So Visual Concepts mm-hmm. did, the, did the newest one and quality took a oof. Right, because from what I heard, the uh, that Ukes company wanted to start doing their own wrestling game. Penn State lost. The day. Yeah, we were, <laughs> we were watching before the show. We were actually watching Minnesota Penn State, and Ooh. Minnesota it has officially ended the win streak of Penn State. But that's that's the sports version of our podcast. We'll, we'll talk about that at, a, at another day because we will have a sports version of our podcast. Where we can include our other brother Jonathan Scales. So, oh gosh. Yeah, the, yeah, he's a he's a hoot. You're gonna love it. So. Well, we gotta watch our OSU game. <laughs> oh yeah, we will have live streams of OSU games. So. Scales be tripping. Dude. Scales, that scales be tripping. So that's that's my dog, man. Shout out to Peace Sweet. We would be a king. So anyway, uh, just want to let everybody know that uh, 
we'll probably be calling this podcast in quotes because I'm actually clean from my doctor. I think you're clean on yours too, right? Mm-hmm. Right. So without further ado, we'll go ahead and po- call this podcast to a close. And again, uh, we will be doing a giveaway for the month of November for the Disney Streaming Plus service. Again, we need you to like. That's one. That's this video. Like this video. Comment on this video. That's two. That's two. And the third thing and most important, hit subscribe. You got to hit subscribe because if you don't hit subscribe, we won't know who to send the giveaway to. So <laughs> make sure you hit that subscribe button. And again, this is Circle Brothers Podcast with RJ and Eric. And thank you for rocking with us because you know when you're rocking with Circle Brothers, you're rocking, rocking with, with the best. best. And of course, your family here. Go ahead and leave your comments and suggestions on our comment section. And we'll holler at you guys later. Peace. Deuces.